This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is... All I want to do is talk about Madonna. Album one, side two, track four. Everybody. This is my favorite track on the record. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I love it because it makes a case for Madonna's low register. She sings very low in this song. Mm. This is a very soulful song. This is where the uh, rumors that she we couldn't tell if she was black or white came was for this track. I think a lot of people thought it may be a very um, uh, mysterious African American woman singing because uh, it's so low, like that, and it's the lowest it is in the whole record. Um, and there's also something very um, demo-y about it that then they subsequently laid. Mm-hmm. layers of production on. Um, and it makes a case again for the studio producer of the early 80s and the music that was being made in that time because a lot of these songs of that time have you know a, a, a strong bone structure, but the magic of it is is in the instrumentation and the production, what they layer onto it as it goes. I like that this song makes a lot of cases. It does. <laughs> it makes a lot of cases. Um, I do like her low register a lot, and of course she uses that so much more now. But yeah, you know, um, and I remember I've heard the demo version of this one, right? Where you can hear like her, like have you ever heard that mm-hmm. one? You've heard that one, and it goes on a little longer. It has a little. It's not as um, sophisticated. No, right? she's um, also not adhering to the structure of it very. She she kind of sings it a little more loosely. Uh huh. Yeah, that's true. I think this song, it may be my favorite too, though it's so hard to say. I think Borderline may be my favorite just because... You big softy. I am a softy. Yeah. But I like everybody too. I mean, there's no you know, denying it. What I love about everybody, and I've always loved it about it, it encapsulates all of the things in this record. And it's very interesting because it was the first thing recorded and it was done by the time they made the record. Uh, everybody had already kind of come out on a on a twelve inch and had been making the rounds and in the clubs when, you know, and that's what got Seymour Stein's attention. And then they made the 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 full album. Uh, but it has both the darkness of songs like Burning Up and Physical Attraction and the kind of sweetness of. Uh, holiday and every and borderline mm-hmm. and things like that because she's calling everybody she's to the clubs. Yeah, and well, this is again like this is a template song, yeah. then, right? Because this is more like music. Yeah, right. It is literally. I think there's lines and Vogue. I mean, and this Vogue is, this like, is a just link get to up. Vogue. Music can change your Engage life. Engage in the world. Do something. The dance floor can save your life. This, if you, it'll turn your mood upside down. It'll like make you feel better. It'll give yeah. you life. It'll give you energy. You'll connect with people. Let the music take control. You know, all of that's like absolutely like her thesis statement. Yeah. You know, and this album in a lot of ways is a thesis statement. I mean, it is like. This is who I am. I believe in music and love and synths. No, I don't know. No, no. There's no. The synths on this are incredible, and and the guitar and all and the bass. The bass on this song. Okay, it's all about the bass. And kind of the bells, the dun, dun, you know those bells. And 
high part too. Yeah, which is is from physical attraction. There's that yep. same kind yep. of. Those two songs are very linked yeah. for me. Like yeah. that's a those sort of could just go one to the other. It's a you know? sweet. It's a yeah. sweet of mood. It's oh, I, a like very, it. I like it. I like it. And sweet. it's another one that has aged really well. I think it's another one that um, people want to hear again live. I mean, the version she did at the, at the girly show is incredible. Oh yeah, well that's full like of joy amazing. and and doesn't have the. Um, the kind of darkness of the of the track because the track's dark. I mean, there's a darkness to it. It's a dance. I mean, it feels like you're in the dance club. Yeah, in the in the club. You know, like the dance club in the club. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I mean, I think this record, the the whole record, has got it. It sustains a mood. It um, it's the only time I think Madonna doesn't feel fully in the driver's seat. She's singing songs that some of which she wrote, some of which she hasn't written. She's learning how to. I think she's learning a lot about um, production and what makes good production, what's bad, um, and she's definitely going to um, to take a, a bigger role in the next album in how. It's recorded, how it's produced, how she sounds. I mean, I I, I kind of disagree with you because I feel like mm. like a virgin is like the most produced by outside producer. Like Niall Rogers is yeah. like has a very strong hand on the album. Yes, I agree. And I think that it's really true blue where she starts to really take control of mm-hmm. things. I think that there's you know, I think a lot of the songs on Like a Virgin, which we'll get to of course next time, but like are not hers. You know what I mean? Mm, interesting. Um, whereas this album, I mean, everybody, she wrote this song. She's the only one that has credit for this song. Yeah. It's the same with Lucky Star. It's a nice bookend for the album. Like, it's the two songs she wrote herself. Yeah. Are, um, and I think that this this song, I don't know, in a lot of ways, I feel like this song feels very purely her, mm-hmm. even more than Lucky Star. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. I think also it... it, um, it if you listen to the record as a whole, it she definitely has more going on than what people were tagging her at as in 1983, which kind of a disco yeah. doll. Yeah, and uh, and I think that um, had she produced another album of these kinds of songs, things would have gone differently. I mean, Absolutely. like a virgin's a very different record than this one is. Um, there's an innocence here and a joy and a. Uh, it's like scrappy. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, and a nowhere more so than on this track. I think. I agree. I agree. I think this this track feels very raw. It feels like they didn't do much more to it than you know. It was already she already knew it worked, and they weren't gonna like fuck with it. It's not played to death. Well, I was gonna say it's not on. It's not on the Immaculate Collection, no. right? It's not considered one of her hits. No, but, but it is. Like, it is on great. It is on celebration. It is. I think it did make celebration. Which I think was a, a big thrill for the fans because I think the fans really love it. I mean, I, yeah, I yeah. love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Till next time. Bye.